From the Far East to the Great West. The podcast that celebrates the red-headed stepchild of the Kung Fu genre. Bruce Broitation. Welcome to the Clones Cast. Here are your hosts, Michael and Matthew. Welcome to the Clones Cast. This episode, we're talking about the 1983 Martial Monks of the Shaolin Temple, starring Dragon Lee and Hong Jing Lee. Uh, it's directed by Godfrey, Godfrey Ho, I believe. Um, although I found another site that says, uh, I think it's an IMDb that says Kim Si Hyun did it. I know it's a Korean film, so I thought that would be the first thing we talk about, Michael. That would be, yeah. And you can pretty much bet your bottom dollar Godfrey did not direct it. <laughs> Most, uh, mo- almost every one of just to jump ahead and make it a little easier on you because it could drive you crazy. The only film that that Dragon Lee's in that Godfrey directed was The Dragon, the Hero. Okay. All the other ones, I mean, he's been an assistant director like on The Clones of Bruce Lee, but he, um, all these others were done in, in, in Korea for the most, I mean, for the most part, there yeah. were a couple that were done in Hong Kong, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. In, in, okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, and then uh, Huang Zhang Lee, we've had him in so far, uh, I was trying to look and reference it. We saw him in Challenge of the Tiger and Bruce Lee, A Dragon Story, but I think those are the only two. And, right? No, Tower of Death. And Tower of Death. Okay, Um, then I want to throw something out there, too. I noticed that he's in Game of Death 2. That's not one we've touched yet. No, Game of Death 2 is Tower of Death. Okay, good. That makes sense now. Yeah, Game of Death 2 is what the sort of U.S. title was. But you'd be forgiven because if you watch the the U.S. version, you watch the international version, which I don't know if you did back at that time when we were doing it or not, you take the extra time, you'll you'll see it's so edited so differently. They have different Bruce Lee footage in the other one, so it's kind of easy to (laughs) think there might be two movies. (laughs) Well, I was going down the list, and I thought, well, if I didn't, there's some reason I didn't, because I'm like, okay, it has some footage of Bruce Lee, Roy uh, Roy Horan, Roy Chow. I'm like, this is so, it's in my face. Yeah, I mean, in a a nutshell, the... The international version would include Enter the Dragon footage. And mm-hmm. then in the U.S., they would take all of that out because they had Warner Brothers to deal with. And all the footage in the U.S. version is pretty much Big Boss, Fists of Fury, like, you know, clips of his face or whatever they're trying to tie in. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. And the, as you know, that Tower of Death, if I can ever get all the names straight for it, is probably one of my favorites. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. It's it's a really interesting, weird, you know, film, but it's good. The tower was fun. The tower was a little bit out there, so that it was. Yeah, the tower's more like a basement, but it's good. <laughs> right, basement that's, of death. It's awesome. Okay, well, this movie, Martial Monks of the Shaolin Temple, um, there's, it's the strangest uh, perspectivation I've seen up to this point. Um, I'll <laughs> start with that and throw it back to you. When did you first see this, and what do you think? Yeah, this is, uh, we can talk a little bit about that because this is a series, this is one of those films that came towards the end of like Dragon Lee's sort of run in the Bruce Plotation. In the 90s, he did a few of these gangster films. He did like two or three of these uh, films that, that wouldn't, don't usually get tossed into his, uh, into his uh, Bruce Plotation uh, over. But he, uh, he, um, but this is kind of like one of those films that, <clears throat> that he did that's unfairly, Semi semi unfairly thrown into the Bruce exploitation genre because it's not at least until the end, you know, the very end where I think it flips into that mode. It's playing like a fairly straight up kung fu movie, you know. Um, I didn't see this one until I didn't get to see it in the theaters. I didn't see it until it was on uh, VHS. That already sounds like oh that was a lot. <laughs> till way later when it was on VHS. But that's where I, first time I saw it was uh, I think I don't know if it was Video Gems or something where I rented it when I was a kid. And, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a fun one, man. I think it gets a lot of, uh, it gets a lot of love from the fans and I'm, you know, just cause it's got so much action from beginning to end. Um, but, uh, what are your thoughts on it, brother? You're right. So, uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. You know, I like these kinds of, uh, Kung Fu movies, but in particular, um, I like that there's all the different styles. So like, um, I was mentioning this before, which I should never. I always say we just get into this. This is a film that needs to be watched twice because the first time I'm just like so lost on who people were. <laughs> I'm like, oh, who, yeah. who's this guy and what's his motivation? Why is he fighting these guys? And watching it a second time, I'm like, okay, I get it. 
But it is just what you said. First off, lots of fights, and they're showing the technique like they did. It made me think of uh, the the leg fighters that I saw at Hollywood Theater. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very. Well, that's what I mean by it being a little more traditional, uh, you know, uh, kung fu film rather than, you know, rather than like Fist of Fury Part Two or something that's very Bruce related. Right. And yeah. Huang Zhang Li, I guess, based on his profile, I mean, he's kind of known for his leg maneuvers anyway. So I think they were trying to showcase this pretty hardcore. Um, but I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I thought the fights were pretty good. They're very much like what we've talked about many times, that they're not fluid at all. It's very, you do this, I do this, you know, to 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 a fault um, in some cases. But in some cases, it's just really funny. It's very made me think of way more of a, if there's such a thing as a Jackie Chan plays exploitation movie than a Bruce. Because, right. And yeah. No, 100%. You're right. Because you'll see as we, and I've been kind of holding off on you watching some of these, but there's a there's a half dozen of these uh, later uh, Dragon Lee films like um, The Dragon and the Young Master, which is The Deadly Silver Ninja, which I actually have a 35 millimeter print of, The um, Dragon Claws. There's about four or five of them that uh, Dragon does go into this fairly uh, Jackie Chan sort of hybrid with Bruce Lee. Now in this mm-hmm. one, he actually balances it out really well. We can talk about it as we go along, but it's it's he's he's done a few. There's a couple he does. You'll see him where he like goes full Jackie. You know, here he's sort of playing still this sort of buffoonish kind of guy who's a little kind of swaggery, but he's does funny. Th- I mean, he's he's actually hilarious in this. This is one of those films, these kung fu films that I actually laugh out loud watching because of this whole <laughs> comedic aspect of him bargaining with everybody and trying to come up with these weird things to do you know so um but yeah 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 it is it is definitely this is when the jackie chan influence was sort of coming into it the, you know they also you got to remember these are these are uh, korean made films so their influence is not it, it's different than when you watch films from taiwan or hong mm-hmm. kong even though they're doing martial arts films etc they all have their different you know views their different uh takes on just the humor, the genre, that kind of thing. That's a great point. All right, well, we'll let's go through this. Uh, we start out in the beginning, and uh, like I said, the first time I watched it, I'm like, why are these people fighting? But now I know. Uh, the the leg master, uh, he wants to prove that he's the ultimate fighter. So he's going pretty much like temple to temple and finding these other martial arts masters and trying to defeat them. So, um, you know, pretty funny uh, opening, lots of acrobatics, and I thought the first master was pretty cool, the defeated one. <laughs> Wait, the guys that come out of the temple, you mean, and then yeah. fight the and the field? Well, oh, I was thinking before. the old dude oh. with the dots on his head, you know, he, he Right, that comes like, out and yeah. they, they have the fight. Well, you know what, I should just point out before I forget, actually the Korean version of this movie, ha- the, it opens on a fight with um, Dragon Lee. He's actually training with a guy on a beach. And for some reason, I don't know why, you know, you'd think they would have left that part in because it's some action sequences because we get and then you introduce Dragon and actually the credits, the Korean credits play over this this fight sequence. But here with this, you know, this is the the most common international Western version that you're watch that we were watching on this. Uh, but they just cut that scene out. So anyway. Oh, that's a great so point, because when you yeah. do get to Bruce, it's weird. It's like, OK, so we've got the Shaolin master and the lake master. They're fighting. Suddenly there's Bruce on a rooftop with a Nachaku. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's very quick. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was trying to say is that his intro in the original version is actually a little bit more dramatic. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, epic. Make, made more sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah. So this follows on. Uh, he finds out a monk has been murdered and that's going to kind of push, I guess, Bruce to do something. But that's a, you said it, it was quick. We're on the roof. Nunchaku, hey, this thing happened. The end. And the next scene is one of the best scenes ever. We have the epic mustache and chicken dude. <laughs> oh, God, that mustache. I'm like, what the hell? And food hanging from it. You know, so the chicken's hanging off of it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it was the best. I'm just like, oh, my God, what are they trying to do here? So I thought he was going to be the bad guy throughout the whole thing. I'm like, okay, here's our established bad guy. He's he's so gross. He's eating, like, the whole, like, chicken... Um, wing really the leg and yeah, yeah the, the drumstick and the thigh and, yeah. and everything he's yeah. just ripping at it with his huge mustachio and he's he's having this really funny scene with this guy where they're going back and forth about who's actually the rapist he's like i've never so weird <laughs> it was really weird yeah. i've never raped anybody you just you made did. that up yeah
Fatima, you know I've done nothing wrong. You exploited your reputation. You've raped another man's woman. How can you say that you're not guilty? It's not true. I obeyed your orders. Now you accuse me of all these ridiculous crimes. Eh. Just give half of your wealth to our master. Then everything will be all right. It's no good to you, huh? You know I'm right, huh? Huh? Damn you, you cur! What's that? And the same goes for all of you bastards! You scum! <laughs> you can't seem to decide whether life or wealth is more important. Now, woman, did that dog rape you? Speak, I said! Huh? Speak! Please, please tell them the truth. Tell them that it wasn't me. <laughs> You're guilty. You can't deny it now. You're guilty, you flea-ridden dog. You're lying. I'm no rapist. She cries out of fear. Fear of you. you you're the one that keeps raping her. Why not admit it? I'll never admit it. You're the rapist. And everything with him is big because they have this that great, you know, intro where they roll in this sheathed gigantic sword. You know, it's like on a wheels, it's so big they have to bring it into him, which is great because they really play it up. You know, it's sort of like you just keep staring at it for the first couple of minutes, like, are we gonna see what's in that thing? <laughs> it was like an eight foot sword. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's when we meet our badass dude. I don't know him. Is he anybody beyond uh this role? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin uh, Martin Chu. Uh, that's uh, yeah. He's uh, he's actually he was in Last Fist of Fury that we watched. You know, with the real Bruce Lee with uh, Dragon Lee. He's in fact he's pretty much in every Dragon Lee movie. You'll you'll see him in this. He's got a pretty great role in this. Normally he just kind of drops in. He's the bad guy right off the 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 bat. But he he's you'll pretty much every movie we see with Dragon Lee, you'll see him in it. Very cool. I wondered about that. Um, I didn't recognize him because in this one he's bald. Right, and you don't run into a lot of bald, and he's really skinny, and uh, it's very uh, made me think of, uh, oh, you know, um, Carradine. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, doing a little kung fu. But um, yeah, so he walks up, and th there's this argument about the rape, and this dude's getting abused, and he's just like, "Hey, we're all Buddhist people." <laughs> so I thought, "Oh, he must be the good guy." He's like, "We shall show mer mercy," and that's when it's finally time to fight with the biggest sword of all time. And I feel like they did a pretty good job with the choreography with it. For having something that big, it was probably made out of, I don't know, cardboard spray painted or something like that. But I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely some innovation because you, uh, you know, you're probably going to point out that at one point after this fight with this big sword, he pulls the handle and there's a smaller sword. In the <laughs> it's like he gets so tired, he pulls out the little sword. But uh, yeah, the choreography um, is, is done by the, the guy who... He keeps uh, Dragon Lee keeps fighting in the restaurant. You know, he yeah. keeps having this back. That's the guy that does, uh, no ba kidding. Key, I think I can't remember his name, but he's he's the guy that uh, does the choreography in this. You got it. I didn't put two and two together. Um, I looked at Bakwang Key and I just saw some old pictures of him. But it's really funny that he inserts himself in this because he doesn't really have a big role either, just to keep getting beat up. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple good scenes where he's getting beat up. He gets beat up in a good way. Yeah, really good. Um, well, cool. So, yeah, then the the bald dude, uh, we'll just call him Baldy. Baldy, you know, the, the changes. We now know he's the badass and, you know, he's the force to be reckoned with. I thought at this point, when I watched it the first time, he's the good guy. Because we really haven't established anything yet. I well, guess that... yeah, and we should say to everybody, we're going to spoil this movie as we go along. But one of the things I wanted to say about him, which is you know, it's interesting, but it keeps, it's not intentional. He's very inconsistent, this guy. You know what I mean? His character is very inconsistent. Some of it's intentional, but some of it, I don't know if it's always intentional, you know? <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and that's what I was wondering. Are he and Bruce going to be buddies? Or, um, right. Yeah. So Bruce is traveling by the sea, and this is a whole little subplot. Somebody must have dreamt this up, like, what does Bruce do for a living? 
so he meets some bad guys and they try to steal his big box on his back and there's a, a snake and I, I, we've, I love to bring up the snakes when the snakes come in this because no movies have snakes in them except kung fu movies <laughs> except kung fu movies um, well that's right Bit you know they have one in there of the dragon so I guess they keep it going yeah yeah you said it my favorite uh, it's um, Deadly Fingers is it Deadly Fingers? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> Your favorite snake. <laughs> yeah. So many snakes. And then... And um, then, I don't know if you noticed this, but I had put it up. I mean, it was... I, this We're doing this you know, in early October, but I put up on um, on the the Facebook page. I don't know if you saw it. There's a, just a little clip of Bruce Lay when he was in France doing an interview, and they asked him how he stayed in good shape, and he goes, snake blood. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. That cracks yeah. me up. I, I LOL'd. Because I'm just like, what? Snakes. And then I got Black Dragon's Revenge with the snake lady there, too. That's right, yeah. You get a bunch of, I mean, snakes were cheap, you know? So. <laughs> I love that as an excuse. Well, come yeah. on. They're cheaper than a, cheaper than a ninja star. <laughs> well, and that's, a, and that's an interesting example, too, of, that, of this movie where, you know, we've got Dragon Lee walking along the rocks and then the guys are like, hey, what's in your box? And then he kind of like covers over like, no, no, you can't have it. It's just, you know, that co- comedic sort of like frail aspect of him comes out and then they throw him off. And then, of course, he turns into a badass and then later goes back to being a goofball. So there's this fluctuation with him where he doesn't, you know, he's he's he knows he's tough and he's a badass, but he's also like almost dumb. <laughs> you know, it's great. Hey, you! Hey, you! I haven't caused you any trouble, have I? Left inside your bag. No, you can't touch that. Quick, get it! Well, I told you. It's none of your business. Now you've opened up my box and let my pet out. You stupid idiot. Lousy twit. Get it! Yeah, and I, th- I don't think this would have been as entertaining without the Bruce character because of the comedy that he brings. If you look at this whole thing of just Mr. Lake Master trying to fight off all these people, because that's where we switch to. We have this little beach scene, but then the Lake Master challenges another group. The guy gets murdered. Now we jump to the next scene of comedy, which is Bruce doing the the head thing. Yeah, right. Where he's he's doing this sequence in the in the film where he he makes money by, which is hilarious because he's he's basically in front of the, you know where the, he's like the street entertainers where he says, "Listen, I'm gonna you're gonna cut my head off. If you can cut my head off, I'll give you ten dollars." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, does that make any sense?" So he he starts like a whack a mole. He pops his head out of these boxes, and you got to use a a sword to try and cut his head off and it's very funny i mean the way he sets it up and he's like say whoa stop don't do it so fast let me show you how to do this i don't want anybody breaking the rules now you know and he he does this whole sequence and then of course martin uh, aka baldy comes up and pays to to give it a try and, and of course almost cuts his head off yeah that was perfect Just one will get ten dollars if he can cut off my head. It's very easy. Come on, you must be able to do it. Come on, you guys. You're all suckers if you're not going to come. Come on. Come on, just one at one. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, so we get this idea of what he does, I suppose. And um, so... Then what? Another one of my favorite scenes. We go to the restaurant, like you said. Uh, we have our buddy there, uh, Bakwang Ki. And I think, I don't know what the setup was. He was just trying to eat his lunch, and the dude inadvertently kind of like hurrah. Yeah, he sticks his foot in front of him. I don't. Know if it, I couldn't tell if it was you know he was doing it on purpose or right. not. But yeah, yeah, he gets food on him, and it was a really funny fight. It had a a lot of props. It's very Jackie Chan in that way. Like there are things like he took like flour from his shirt or something and pushed into the guy's eyes and then he like he made him hit himself in the face with his own hands while he was stuck on the bookshelf or something yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a great and he comes up remember he even sit, complains to him he goes i think you separated my vertebrae <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was really good I like well it and that. this is this is their bruce lay would go over to uh korea and make a couple of movies too and it's it's interesting because they would take them 
or you know, well, Dragon Lee obviously comes from there, but they, but these these sort of known for Bruce Ploitation actors and give them this very Jackie Chan personality because even Bruce Lee when he was over there doing a few of the films. Um, he had similar, like he played like a, a beggar, like almost kind of like the old beggar type, you know, doing all this comedy with his, his fighting. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting how they were blending it in at that time. <laughs> it makes me think of our uh, Jack and Brucey. Bruce versus Jack to the rescue. Yes, of course. It was going to come out of my mouth eventually. Uh, yeah, it's but, you know, The scenes of comedy there where he falls into the leaves and gets stuck in his mouth and stuff like that. There's a lot of really ridiculous stuff like that, which was fun. Which we'll yeah. get to, the truck packing coming up here in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I don't have a lot of notes between there, just that I said there are a lot of clever fight moves. But right after he um, completely humiliates the guy at the restaurant, for some reason he puts on a wig and he pretends to be a beggar. Right. Well, you know what? Before that, I think it was before that. Yeah, there's a it's little just, just, for that. There's a, yeah, there's a little, th- it's kind of interesting. This is just a little weird trivia note i mean not trivia but it's it's more like it shows again the sort of lax uh, filmmaking is that when when dragon lee's walking along the field and he's like oh boy am i just gonna have to go from begging from town that he's talking to himself and then he gets surrounded by that gang mm-hmm. and he has this fight if, if you watch it it's so funny because he's he's fighting them in this white t-shirt and then for like two sequences he's all of a sudden got this black vest on with his white t- and then it goes off again so it's like <laughs> it's just like they just were like ah nobody will notice where the hell did you get the wig the wig right yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's what i mean there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of this just uh, just you know take it for granted kind of moments where he yeah he's got this long silver wig that he's going back to his place of employment to try and pretend to be a beggar and get some money. <laughs> I loved it. Um, again, I, I do th- agree with you. Like those scenes of comedy helped us so much. And I imagine the people in 83 in Korea, this was just right what they needed. You know, the little mixture of some martial arts with, the, you know, some pretty, pretty fun comedy, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so um, we get back to town. Like you said, he's got this mask. He's got this wig on. He's hiding his face. He's saying he can't talk. And it's our guy again. And this time, he he says, oh, you've come back. You want me to beat you up again? <laughs> Which I just thought was funny. But then, um, of course, Bruce completely destroys him to the point that he's making him wear the sign. You know, the please give me money. He's holding the thing and he can't stand anymore because his head's been beaten in too badly. It was <laughs> just ridiculous. Well, and it's kind of interesting because at this point, too, you the way they... The, the character that Martin Chu plays, the Baldy character, they have a scene, remember, where he, he confronts a guy that's going, yeah, they, they keep trying to, like, just take over our town. It's literally like a sympathetic character. But then but then Martin gets into a fight with him and, like, kicks the crap out of him. <laughs> and it's sort of, like, very out of character because you're like, well, wait a minute, this is, like, the nice, fun monk, you know? And he just sort of beat the shit out of a poor, a poor uh, you know, guy just trying to get by. Yeah. That reminds me. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. But let me ask you. Um, uh, her name is Xiao Zhang. Uh, I didn't bring her up at all, but she's in all of the um, media for this, like any kind of lobby cards or posters or, or promotional pictures. She right. played, according to the Hong Kong movie database, Pinky Poon. <laughs> so do right. you know, have you seen Pinky Poon before? Yeah, well, she, you'll find that the, this, the period of, of movies from like 1981 to 1983, mm-hmm. she, they are basically she did four or five of them they're all with dragon lee so they was sort of like the stable of players they pull them in and you know it's all the same people if you in fact if you want if you were to just pull up all of dragon lee's uh you know last five or six films or whatever you're going to see that 80 percent of all the actors are all the same ones nice yeah that's really cool okay well um all right so we um the beggar scene passes by um we're, we're to a scene where um, Bruce needs to help move some, I guess, bags of flour or something to a truck. Right, right. <laughs> Take it away. The, oh, the, the sequence where he's, he's grabbing the bags. It's a great piece, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like these... It, and this is that kind of... Again, this is very... It's very kung fu movie-like, you know, where it's, where it's you know, I'm going to do some form of of, of manual labor, but I'm going to do it with, with my, my martial expertise and um, so they find a pretty interesting way of doing it, the way he's throwing him into his legs and throwing him on his back. And, yeah. and, the, and the sequence that follows this after he's stacked it up and impressed his boss, 
where the where it's kind of interesting because then the Martin comes up to him, the Baldy comes up to him, and at this point the girls become involved, and now they've got this trio of characters. And he says, "Hey, I want to take you on as my student," which kind of turns it around. It's usually the the te- the student trying to get the the master to teach him. In this case, he's like, "Hey, I want you to be my student." And uh, and it's a very funny scene the way he's like she's like, "Don't you want to be a student?" He's like, "Don't rush me. I'm bargaining." You know? <laughs> and then that takes him to that weird little food competition where they yeah. try to see who can eat first at the table, you know. And all of this is very straight out of you know drunken masters you know and, and that well that should i shouldn't just even give it all to that but that 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 series of martial arts films that were coming out inspired by that where you have a lot of comedy usage of of kung fu skills you know it made me hungry for rice yeah definitely <laughs> you could eat that plain rice yeah one of the stills of this is just a picture of uh, baldy like pulling the food out of Bruce's mouth or something like that. Right. That's nice. Well, so the, yeah, the, the bowl of rice challenge works. Um, Bruce is humbled. He, he walks along with them. They finally meet the other guy. Now who the, how the hell does this guy fit in? Have we seen Well, him? that's again, and that, well, that, no, that's, that was his, when the next, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but when he comes in, they meet a guy out in the field it's a very funny scene because the girl's going to go, I'm going to go pickpocket this guy out in the middle of nowhere. So she just kind of bumps into him. <laughs> it's like, well, you got no reason to bump into You're somebody not even in the middle in a of town, nowhere. Right. You know, it's such, a, such an over. But this is where the, the, the film is another example of where it has these sort of arbitrary, like, out-of-the-blue moments. And we'll see a couple more, even with him, later in the film. Um, and, uh, and so, of course, then this is where things start. You start getting a little confused by the characterization because then Baldy goes to fight him, can't beat him. Dragon Lee comes in, fights the guy, totally wipes him out. And then you're, now he gets, of course, to be the master and, and, and Baldy gets to be the, uh, the student. And then there's this whole submission and dominance thing about clean off my clothes, which is yeah. always, which is kind of funny, you know. <laughs> that was great. You really beat him. Let me dust you off. No, thanks. Student, come here! Uh. Right now! Wipe the dust off me. I said wipe it off. Call me teacher. Yeah, get the dust off me. That was really funny. Uh, yeah. Well, Bruce gets cocky, insults him to the point that I, I don't know how this came to pass. I mean, they were heading to his town near his stuff, Baldy's stuff. But suddenly, all these dudes come out. And I mean, this movie has taught me one thing ropes are a major, major weapon against the, the, the martial artist. So it's kind of crazy. They like pretty much just, yeah, uh, five different guys shoot ropes at Bruce and they tie him up to the point that uh, uh, Baldy gets to reassert his dominance, punch him in the face. And we finally come back full circle to the real bad guy, which is the Lake Master. Right. And at this point, we realize that Baldy is actually working for him and it's a little convoluted. He's brought dragon lee to him and you know i mean this is where you kind of go okay wait a minute now he's the you know so this is an area where it gets a little bit back and forth which is great because in some ways it keeps you on your toes but uh, but this this is the, that interesting scene where and this is what's kind of interesting to me about the movie in in regards to bruce exploitation up to this point we haven't really had that much you know it's it's not something that's mimicking bruce lee or per se his movies or him or even his personality you know, outside of it just being Dragon Lee. Then he gets into this fight with Wang Zhang Lee and gets beat. And there's this moment that's so a non-Bruce moment where he's got to lick Wang Zhang Lee's feet, you know, and he totally licks the bottom of the shoe. <laughs> you know, they're not even like, I mean, Dragon Lee gives that thing a good couple of licks. He does. He which, actually gets this look on his face. It's kind of like he's hunkering down to do it. Yeah. <laughs> now I must destroy you, you self-righteous dog, you. <laughs> Don't think you can stop me by killing my mortal body. 
What rubbish? Come here and lick my feet, then I might consider letting you go. Oh man, and it's you know, and that's that's kind of an interesting example because you know Bruce was so prideful in his movies, and he's like he would never have done that, and so it's kind of an interesting take that they go that direction with it, because ultimately that leads to him becoming Bruce Lee at the end of the movie, you know, so it's almost like he gets subdued and and then gets his ass kicked, and and uh, you know, late, obviously later on he comes back. Well, and I think we get some Bruceisms in the end, but if you think about how sure. he wins at the end, which we'll get to. That was pretty weak, uh, right? Of course, yeah, I agree. And that, but that's again more of that that sort of inconsistency this movie has with the characters. It's almost like, oh, I got a good idea, let's do this now, you know, <laughs> or I got a good surprise, let's try this. All right, well, cool. Well, we cut over back to the the guy they were calling. They eventually call him the Dragon. It's the real good guy who isn't really a good. Guy. I don't know. Anyway, it's the right. Guy so the guy the they meet, met in the field that yeah. that that Baldy couldn't beat and Dragon Lee beats shows up to help them. Yeah, and we realize he just he's really there to help, and so he helps break Dragon Lee out of the uh, out of the prison. But it, which is kind of interesting because he's he's he doesn't look at too bad a shape. But then once they break him out, he's like lying almost like <laughs> on death's door when he's at the the house recovering. It's like well, he, he certainly sort of fell apart after he got out of there. <laughs> we missed the whole scene where he was just getting like a gauntlet of people punching him as he ran yeah, that's past them. Right. <laughs> And, and it's interesting because that this film does that little flip, which I don't see too often in these films, which is where he has a dream sequence. You don't know it's a dream oh sequence. Oh my god! He thinks the girl gets killed, and he's about to get killed, and he was in a dream. You know, which is, it's not done too often. You know, in the no. Country, in fact, I would movies. say this is the earliest film that I saw. I mean, there might have been a Twilight Zone like that or something, but this is the only kung fu movie I've ever seen with a. It was all just a dream. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dream sequence, just to throw it in there, it was kind of shocking because um, Lake Master comes in and he just slashes our female lead across the back so she's dead. And I'm thinking, well, Bruce is going to jump up and do cool. something. But now he didn't. He pretty much is about to get killed. And then he wakes yeah. up. And of course, she's there like, you okay? <laughs> which I, I think you could take, and it's kind of interesting if, if, if it's a, you want to look at it that way, which is that he, his fear of him being any more humiliated could lead to somebody's death like he's almost like i've hit rock bottom i this is my insecurity yeah. i gotta pick myself up you know which is kind of kind of interesting way of, of doing it yeah that's a good point well so then we get um i'm gonna call him um helper mm. dragon helper dragon versus the master like master and I thought, <laughs> what, okay. Who are you talking about? Now I'm getting confused. Who's Helper? Oh, you mean the bald monk guy? No, no, with? Helper Dragon's the dude in the white gi. Oh, the guy that showed, right. The yeah. guy that showed up in the field that they fought with earlier. <laughs> Correct. I That's call right. him that because he says Helper that. Dragon. He's like, well, I let, you, true. I let you beat me in the field because I wanted to expose the real dragon. Right, so, so Baldy's now telling him, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. I, I, let, I, I didn't, I could have beat you back then, but you know, and so then they get into another right. fight. I wanted know, you like, to show up and prove yeah. that you were. It's you. I have decided to follow the dragon in spite of all the risks that pose a threat to my life. That day in the rice fields, I decided to let you win to lure the dragon out. And you're right, I put Master down, but I need to put Baldy there. Real Dragon versus Baldy, and then, damn it, Strings again. So Well, this, he, but here again is one of the inconsistencies of this film, is that earlier, when that guy, Helper Dragon, saves Dragon Lee, remember, Huang Zhang Li comes out, and all of his men, including the Baldy, 
are like upside down on their heads, having yes. just been had their butts kicked. So it's sort of weird. It's like he says, "Yeah, I didn't beat you in the field," but he certainly also got his ass kicked by him at the at the temple. Him and everybody else. Well, that was so. an epic scene. So yeah, Lake Masters like, are you guys are fucking useless. Do you understand that? And it just shows them they're all like pushing against each other, but doing handstands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so good. He's like, you get it, right? And they're like, yeah. And then they're like, finally able to stop doing the maneuver. Yeah. Very funny scene. That one goes up there too. Uh, I love it. Um, okay. So strings again. So helper dragon, he gets strung up, you know, they shot strings at him. He didn't know what to do. It was like this time they were more like, it wasn't ropes. It was like a little bit thinner, but right. yeah, it looks like a marionette when he falls for the last time. Yeah, I mean, and and then so we get we get him out of the way, and it just basically sets up this new weapon that you know Martin slash Baldy has that he can use against uh, Dragon Lee at the end. Yes, yes. Yeah. In fact, I will go further down in my notes and just have it in all caps. Oh no, more ropes! But but <laughs> but before we get there, we got a revenge speech, which is great. It's this soft light, and it's it reminded me of a number of the other ones we've watched where Bruce is there, just like we will get revenge against the Wu Dumb School. <laughs> Wu Dumb yeah, they made they made an yeah, they made the effort to shoot it against the sunset right. and it looks yeah. all pretty. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yep. Master Dragon. Please come now. Your breakfast is ready. It'll get cold. Thank you, Miss Bruin. You're very kind. Don't you worry, when the time comes, I will take revenge for the abbot and our loved ones who've died at their hands. I stand with you. Because I know you will take revenge against the Wudong school. They're devils. I would rather die than leave them to commit more of their evil ways. Okay, let's eat now. Come. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, I guess it's like we'll get revenge. But in the meantime, I'm going to train hardcore. I'm going to do super flips, help you with the laundry. Let's go down to the beach. And then we get a, one of our final, like, big big battles of everybody before the big final battle right and it's kind of interesting because again it's it's this is dragon lee's recovery is not i'm going to train with my master and get better he just kind of like gets heels up practices against you know punches some sheets in in the yard and oh that was ready to go yeah (laughs) oh and he has that guy his little bald friend right who will play a a, a (laughs) moment at the end but yeah he goes and trains with his 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 sparring partner slash student. We'll call him Cheat System 5. Okay, there you go. Good title. <laughs> all right, so um, it's time. They took her. He's got to go fight them all. So he fights all the guys, including Baldy. And you said it. At the height of the Baldy battle, there are more ropes. Try to get him again. I'm not sure how that resolved itself, to be honest, because it just blends together. Well, you know, it, the interesting part, if there's an interesting part about it, is that they set up the ropes, He's, you know, pulls it out, and then, of course, Dragon Lee uses the same ropes to end up defeating the guy there that used go. them. So, you know, and it was something he tur- there. turns it back on him, yeah. But that's where I'll say, I don't know, I mean, this is obviously Bruce, but it's not Bruce. That's missing right. everything. There's an Nunchaku well, in the yeah, beginning, it, but he th- doesn't that's, pull it out. That's a good point. I was going to bring that up. That's yeah. They they do have that little moment where he's got the Nuchako. This would have been a perfect time for him to go full out Nuchako, you know. But right. um, uh, I think he, um, he he. And sometimes I I I also think because of the the restrictions the UK were putting on a lot of the Nunchaku right. stuff, there may have been a point where some of these films were like, listen, that's a big market for us, you know, because they were just kind of it was the early '80s, so they were probably getting that they were running into issues with that and maybe they were tapering it down because they certainly weren't popping up in the films as much at this point. That's brilliant. Um, You're dead on. But they, but I also think, I do think he, as in Dragon Lee, was was definitely mimicking Bruce more at the end than he was in the beginning. I mean, it's a fairly conscious, distinct separation, you know, where you watch the way he poses with his fists and shakes his head. He wasn't doing that as much earlier on and now that he's, in his final assault on the bad guys, he's he's kind of pulling it out a little bit more. Yeah. No, I agree completely. So it almost was like, man, when I'm throwing out this Bruceism stuff, I ain't doing too good, so I got to go back into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah, final battle, um, which was kind of a Bruceism, it, it, but it's also just a kung fu thing. They both right. undressed to fight. And the, the way they filmed it, 
was really sexy. <laughs> it was like he's slowly pulling off his shirt. The other guy's like slowly undoing his vest. And I'm like, really, guys? <laughs> well, and you know what? The thing is, that actually is more credited to Bruce Lee, to be honest with you, because prior to Bruce Lee, you know, there a lot of these martial arts guys like T. Long, and they sure they'd fight with their shirts off. Actually, T. Long wasn't even around before Bruce Lee, but these guys would be uh, uh, to any the, the capacity was afterwards, anyways. Right. But it, his, you know, Americanized masculinity when he would come came into Hong Kong and did that. You know, he took his shirt off and he was in great shape and ripped. And by the time yeah. he was doing Way of the Dragon, it was like this flexing fest with Chuck Norris. So there, I I would credit a lot of that to him. So when you get somebody like Dragon Lee, who's clearly shredded and huge and you know in great shape that taking the shirt off to fight i would mm-hmm. definitely throw in a, a brucism of yours because it's uh it wasn't as prevalent i don't think in kung fu films i mean people would get stripped down with their shirts off but it was more about like they're just getting their butts kicked and now their shirts are off and they can show the blood and all that but with bruce it was like no let me show you my pecs and my abs and then i'm gonna fight you well and if you look at something like dragon the hero it's just like it's got to be fucking 110 degrees there oh yeah that's right (laughs) you're gonna fight you're not doing it fully clothed that's right (laughs) (laughs) well this was fun they uh they start fighting there's interesting things the cup fighting there's a little bit of magic you know he phases out of existence and back in um then the big thing happens the two one one right and right before that though there's you know first off he the there's a little bit of this weird comedy where they get where Wang Zhang Li gets into the barrel and then Dragon Li's kicking it around in circles so then when he when Wang Zhang Li comes out he's like dizzy and he can't quite see him and then and then Dragon Li actually uses a spear for some of the fight scene which he did wasn't something that was very it wasn't common for Bruce but it certainly wasn't also common for for Dragon Li uses a staff you know it's a which is just basically a long stick um but a spear was a little more you know a little more unique for him i thought so anyways but yeah but then you're right then all this it's like more of a classic kung fu thing the way they swirl them so the end of it's like spinning and these in particular they were really um they were they had all the fur on them and stuff like it was like a classic weapon yeah, and and they they would think of this stuff. I mean, there was an element like when I was talking to Godfrey Ho about this with the dragon, the hero, because I was asking him about the the thumb nunchaku that that Dragon Lee had. You know, I said, what was where was the origin of that? He goes, well, we're just trying to find ways of making things differently. You know, he goes, we know he's used the nunchaku, but let's like, what can we do? And then we just kind of came up with this thumb nunchaku thing. So I'm sure that at this stage, you know, with 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 Jackie Chan and with just the, well, how do we break up this Bruce thing so we're not doing the full-on, you know, mm-hmm. typical, you know, they came up with, like, you know, the spear and the ropes and, you know, they're keeping it, keeping it, trying to keep it fresh. And I'd say this one did the Jackie Chan thing because I consider that his thing more than anything. So the cup fighting in the final battle, even the fight where he makes the guy into the beggar with the, the pan, like, he just uses his props around him. Like, anything's right. open. Yeah. No, and you're right. That I would say that's as much inspired by you know Jackie Chan as the Bruceisms are by Bruce, right? right? I mean, there's so there is definitely this combination of of that going on here, and you'll see it again when we get to other films like Dragon Claws and and uh, the Dragon, the Young Master, and Enter the Invincible Hero, and some of the other ones. You'll see that there it just kind of is is um, it's 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 a new hybrid that's taking place. You know? yeah. yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, they're both. I would say in their own ways, you know, they're both these big heroes of the, yeah, of the mm-hmm. movement. Yeah. All right. Well, so now we have uh, the little helper guy come in. He was like the student of Bruce. He comes in at first. He looks like pretty badass. He's, he's throwing out some shade, but then he just starts getting his butt kicked right away. But the most brilliant thing happens. So this is the Lake Warrior. And I'm going to throw two things out. You could describe this whole scene better than me. But the first thing we did was the leg grab of the Lotus, <laughs> which is pretty much like he's really just making the guy so he can't run over to Bruce and keep beating him up. But then he right. does the leg bite of the Wolverine and he just bites right into that thigh. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, kind of is a pull. Uh, um, it's, you know, this is a, the whole, uh, the Dueyama Chena, you know, it's like where they like, we're not getting we're we're gonna throw a, a monkey in the wrench and shift the whole ending of this up like all of a sudden out of the blue you know dragon lee's getting beat which is and and in comes the guy you never expected <laughs> just to help him and uh and and that biting thing is you know reminiscent of both enter the dragon and um fist of fury 
Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's perfect. So, uh, yeah, it, it felt like a cheat to me and something, that, again, that Bruce would never do. Have right. his buddy hold Agreed. the guy's legs. <laughs> like, hold him down while I hit him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the best thing happens. So um, he is able to finally defeat him. And he has the greatest line, uh, the final line of this movie. Do you want to take it? No, you take it. All right. You're going to say it good. I can just tell. <laughs> Our lady, Pinky Poon, comes up and she says... <laughs> Where do we go from here? Bruce says, there's a temple on the hill. Let's get married. Let's get married. And then <laughs> boom, over. So tell me, where do we go from here? There's a temple on the hill. Let's get married. Let's well, remember, there's that other earlier in the movie when they're in the field and she's going off to pickpocket the guy and yeah. she she walks off and the guy goes, hey, where are you going? And Dragon goes, hey, she's a lady. She's got to do it in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Where are you going? Hey, have you forgotten? She's a woman. She's got to do it in the bushes. That's right. I'll be right back. Uh-huh. Go on. Hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, so there it is. There it is. The Marshall Monks of the Shallow Temple. Yeah, very nice. And I and you know that like I said, there's a a number of these sort of uh, final films that Dragon Lee does that are they're kind of entertaining. And I sometimes I feel like you you to call them Bruce exploitation is just it's sort of unfair because it's poor Dragon Lee pulls that you know uh, stigma with him you know wherever he goes but I mean we still find them in here he, he's clearly still channeling him through some of these fight sequences but they you know they develop their own little world and and uh, I think you, you can sort of take them on as just regular kung fu movies for for the, the most part the last you know few of them it made this one really fun uh, because yeah. it's different. It isn't just meant to be a Bruce thing. It's more like you're injecting the Bruce thing and Jackie thing into it. But what I would say is, yes, you're right. Could you watch this and take it seriously and think he's not meant to be like Bruce Lee? <laughs> well, no. He's like, because there are a couple of Bruce's. It was the, the grin oh, sure. he did a number of times. The hair, of course. I know Dragon Lee wasn't just growing his hair like that for fun. He's doing the <laughs> Growing his hair like <laughs> The clothing. Um, yeah. And then, like you said, certain things. Like uh, when he's jumping out and he's fighting the guys, just like you said, he's throwing his arms in the air like, whoa, bring it. Which is very Bruce Lee. The, the bravado of it. And then, of course, like you said, the let's strip down because we're doing the, the Chuck Norris way of the dragon thing. Yeah, and he gets a little bit of the cuts on the face. Yes, you know, the, little the three cuts on the slices. cheek. Slices, yeah, yeah. Right before he licks the shoe. That's right. Yeah, they just mixed it up. <laughs> They're like, we we don't care. This is our Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm glad you liked it, man. I wanted to throw it in there. I think we'd done a few uh, full-on Game of Death slash End of the Dragon re- you know, redo, so... Yeah, we've never done anything like this. I'd say the closest thing would be something like uh, The Dragon and the Hero, which just yeah. had a big cast too, but that is a that is just a fine film. Oh, God, the best. Yeah. Well, do you have any news? No, nothing. Uh, I, I would like to be able to announce. I can tell you what I will do. It's just a little bit of a tease. Is I, I've got a list of about 12 films that I know will be uh, coming out next year on Blu-ray and... Uh, very exciting we've covered a few of them already um and i'm, I'm you know stoked but anyways it'll be good that's I'm excited, awesome man. see that's yeah. great news well i'll throw it out like i always do uh i haven't mentioned this the last few episodes because we did get some calls and uh and we always try to bring them up uh, out here but you know you leave us a message yeah i love to hear what people think about these movies after we talk about them anybody wants to call in and just pipe in and just you know say oh marshall monks this is what i think it'd be kind of you know great to always hear what people think about these things yeah we can throw you out there and respond to it versus trying to read your messages because i don't do as well as you probably do in using your own voice to you the listener (laughs) (laughs) so 424-257-0344 give us a call call us we're lonely (laughs) out in this podcast world (laughs) we do appreciate all the support we've got so many people listening in and checking it out and i get all these messages on twitter from lots of people like uh I got a message just the other night, just out of the blue from uh, Chris from uh, Bulletproof Action. He's just like, hey, I'm finally checking out the Bruce with his three legs. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just... Oh, the dragon lives again? The what dragon lives again, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And just the, the, 
<laughs> the wackiness of it, stuff like that. But yeah, just, uh, you know, we're a good community. So, well, thank you, sir. This was a wonderful, wonderful movie. I mean, uh, listen to any of you out there who haven't seen this, jump in there. I mean, maybe light on Bruce, but it's actually heavy on Bruce and, and uh, a lot of fun. Generally. Yeah, if you and if you dig Dragon Lee, it's I think like I, I was saying earlier of, of his sort of comedic slash turns. This one's got some really funny moments that you know that just you, you kind of just have to laugh at because the timing's <laughs> pretty good and the the, the du- especially with the dubbing the way it is, the delivery's great. You know, I don't know what it would look like subtitled, but it's, it works with the dubbing. Right, and the dubbing is actually pretty good. It's really ridiculous most of the time. I mean, but it's not as bad as like the, sometimes I always mention like. Um, sometimes I always mention I'll mention to you sometimes that it's like they didn't know what they were saying and also they're just making stuff up but in this case it didn't really feel like that but it just was the like the guy at the restaurant he's just like oh oh I'm so sorry sir you know I just think they love right. doing their voices and stuff but you know it was a very cohesive plot and you know cohesive story. and the other thing that's good is that there there's a movie where you and I haven't done it yet but we will probably do it soon um and a number of them, this is just the one that's sticking out at me. It's called Golden Dragon Silver Snake that Dragon Lee did. And it was, and the one thing about it that's just so much is this music and this, the sound effects in it are so annoying. By the time you are done with the movie, you're like, I do not want to hear one more weird sound effect or this song again. <laughs> and, it's so, and luckily this one didn't kind of go that direction, you know, but there are a few of them that do. So All I can say is, so beware of the game of death. <laughs> it took a long time for me to get that out of my head. Not to mention the dragon yeah, and the hero, the man that called Bruce Lee. These songs, I tell you, some good ones. There are a few. There are a handful. They got to come out with a an album compilation. Yeah, I like it. See that you should take that on. Get us a get us the best of the Bruce Lee classics. <laughs> all right well one one last question i'm going to throw you under yeah. the bus here what's next up oh oh my goodness well you yeah. can say it'll be a surprise but i'm going to probably so i don't get to, you know what it was funny because i was just thinking of something the other day too i will um give me a second what was it what was it i'd say you know what i think we should do I mean, it's a good one. I think everybody will be happy to hear. Let's do the Chinese stuntman. All right, I've never seen it, and everyone's talked about it forever. Yeah, I think we should do that one. It's you know kind of Bruce Lai's last uh, you know sort of film. I mean, he did a couple others afterwards, but uh, it's a good one. Yeah, it's kind of similar to Dynamo in a way. And, and but uh, this was um, this was directed by Bruce, and you know it's got Inosanto in it. It'll be great. I'm very excited. All right, yeah. well, perfect. Until next time, sir. All right, brother. Thank you, man. It's fun. Thank you.